broadcasting from the capital city in Norway, Oslo. Our host, Andre Bauman, is bringing you the Gamers Performance Podcast. Nutrition and exercise tips for gamers and esports athletes. Stay tuned if you want to learn how to eat and train for optimal health and gaming performance. And now, here's your host, former esports athlete and personal trainer with a master's degree in nutrition and experience in working with Olympic level athletes, Andre Bauman. Thanks for tuning in to another episode, guys. Uh, and today I want to talk about something I haven't really touched upon at all, uh, and that's the training part. So a lot of esports athletes are basically training uh, and have pretty well follow up on training programs, and they have professionals helping them with uh, these kind of things. So today I'm just gonna basically elaborate a little bit more about why you should actually do some training uh, when you're a gamer or an esports athlete. So I have like four main points and I'm going to talk in depth on each of these points. And I hope, uh, hopefully you might take away some nice information or it motivates you to start training. Um, so let's just dive right into it. So first of all, uh, I know a lot of guys, you guys have probably heard about this before and that's the a risk of uh, injury when you're sitting a lot and gaming and playing and strength tr strength training can actually in this sense might prevent injury and or pain in some cases so that's like the first point it might prevent injury and pain for you as a gamer and the reason why this actually happens is because <laughs> strength training builds muscle mass so building muscle mass in itself doesn't really like prevent pain or prevent injury like directly. But when you're increasing your muscle mass, like for example, in your shoulder area or your back area, it helps keep your posture upright and you got more stability in your body, in your core. When you build muscle mass, uh, it takes a lot of the tension away from basically the joints and the tendons and the ligaments so it can like in this way help prevent some of the pain you might get when you're sitting too long in one position uh, and also it might help with like uh, what i mentioned earlier like the postural weakness so for instance people with low muscle mass and low strength in the muscles that keeps your body upright and in a good and healthy position um, they, these mus muscles can be weak for some people and they get chronic pain so like building muscle mass and strength training for these kind of muscles might help with this kind of issue that some people have and also don't forget that when you're sitting and playing like several hours a day if you just go to the gym have like a 30 minute or 45 minute or maybe an hour workout it also changes up your movement patterns so when you're sitting in front of the computer you're basically sitting like uh, more or less in the same position all the time so when you go to the gym you do different motions maybe you do some deadlifts uh, and squats bench presses and you kind of use your body in different movements that than you otherwise would when you're playing computer so giving the body some change and variation to your movements is really important if you're trying to avoid like pain and uh, and strains and other types of injuries so 
In relation to injury prevention and pain prevention, uh, it's not guaranteed, but as I said, just for some cases, changing, like mixing up your movements during the day, uh, like going to the gym for like 30 minutes, it really helps a lot for a lot of people that sits a lot during the day. So, okay, so that's the first point. On to the second point, it boosts your metabolism. And each time I say booster metabolism, people are like, but what do you mean by that? Because basically I'm just lifting weights. How can that boost my metabolism? Isn't it more beneficial to like go uh, for an hour jogging or, or 30 minutes interval training or like some power walking a couple of hours? And if you think about it this way, like when you're strength training, it's basically putting money in the bank because <clears throat> when you're, when you're uh, doing cardiovascular training, you're burning your calories right there and then. But when you're strength training, you're actually building muscle mass. And when I said like you're putting money in the bank, it's basically when you're building muscle, it actually increases your metabolism every hour during the day, even when you sleep. So a lot of people don't know that. So when you're building muscle mass, like let's say for instance, you gain a kilo of muscle mass, some studies have reported that it actually burns about 30, 20 to 30 calories uh, extra per day. So I'm not, I'm not sure if that number is 100% updated or correct now, but let's say, for instance, if you're strength training and building like five kilos of muscle for one year, the next, the, the following year, you're basically burning maybe approximately 100 calories extra each day. And for some of you guys that don't, basically know how much 100 calories is, is basically like a sandwich or something or, or a couple of glasses of milk or something. So it's basically a significant amount of calories that you can burn when you're increasing your muscle mass. So that's like the main point when I mentioned increasing your metabolism. It's directly basically through gaining muscle mass that actually burns uh, the calories every single second throughout the day because the muscle mass needs fuel to be maintained. So, but if you like basically stop training, strength training, and you lose your muscle mass again, your metabolism will also go down. So that's like an important notion. So a lot of people think, okay, but wait, can I just like strength train for like a year and boost my metabolism and then I can just stop strength training and I'll still have this metabolism? Of course not, because when you Stop training the strength training, you're going to lose your muscle mass and your metabolism will also be lowered. So the amount of uh, calories expended <coughs> each day, even during like sleep, rest, just playing computer, it will increase if you're building your muscle mass. So for a lot of people, this can actually help to stabilize their weight and also improve their body composition. And by that, I mean, when you're increasing your muscle mass, it implicitly uh, kind of boosts or, or improves, I mean, your body composition. By that I mean like you get more muscle mass. And of course, if you're eating healthy and you're eating well, you're exercising, your body fat will also be lowered in the long run. So it's basically a shift in your body composition with lower fat and increased muscle mass. And who doesn't want that basically? So number three, it also strengthens the bones in your body. So for instance, when you're doing like squats, you get a mechanical stress on your bones because you put your weight on your back and it, com uh, and it compresses your, your spine and you have to use your muscles to, to exert the movement pattern, like going up and down. 
And uh, this will in turn, if you're eating properly and you're gaining muscle mass, will also increase your bone mineral density. So like say for instance, you go to this DEXA scan, uh, that's basically yeah, it's some sort of x-ray scan and you can basically calculate your bone mineral density in this, um, in this test. So for like a people, people that don't strength train and they start to strength train, like within a year, you can see an increase in their bone density if they're eating well, of course. This will in turn, why this is important basically is this will in turn lower the risk of uh, osteopenia and osteoporosis. And uh, that's basically just soft bones or or where, where your bones really get like um, uh, with a high risk of fractures. So for older people, this is kind of risk. So always, <laughs> I always kind of recommend older people to start strength training if they're not. Uh, if I'm working with, uh, I've been working with some uh, clients in my earlier days when I was a personal trainer and I had some older clients. And the first thing I would like say is, okay, let's start with some simple strength exercises, which might help your bone density and increase your muscle mass. So that was a bit, uh, I was a bit sidetracked here, but <laughs> in basically increasing the muscle mass and increasing the bone density is uh, some huge benefits when you're starting to strength training. So for the last part, the fourth part, I would say like improving confidence is maybe one of the most important things for gamers and esports athletes. And I can relate to that myself. When I was playing uh, esports like 15 years ago, I was already strength training a lot and I am, I had already been like training for three or four years. And I can remember even this day that my strength training kind of gave me this confidence and this boost. Uh, and I believe that it actually gave me an in-game performance as well. And I've also been talking with a couple of these esports athletes I've been currently working with the last uh, couple of months. And they've also told me that, okay, I feel so much better now. I feel I'm, I'm, I'm more confident and I feel like I can handle pressure more. So I think it's, uh, it's more than just like uh, looking well and um, looking aesthetic. It's also like uh, how you feel when you're strength training or training in general. It makes you feel good. And I think it contaminates the performance. So it might actually boost your performance. So we basically get to see any studies on this, but that's like my reflection on the strength training part in relation to gaming and esports. So I think it's really worth for every gamer and esports athlete to basically try it out. Uh, if you don't know how to start your training program and what to begin with, uh, follow this podcast. I'm going to go more into depth about the programs and how you can basically set up your own program. Uh, but, but, but I also advise you like, if you really want to maximize your potential in the training, uh, or the dietary apartment, uh, try to, try to get some professional people to help you out with this, because you'll basically waste a lot less time if you get professional help right from the beginning, instead of like fooling around and trying to mix things up to yourself and basically get, uh, get on the wrong track from the beginning. To summary, basically the four points I've been talking about, like why you should focus on strength training as a gamer or esports athlete, I would say number one is basically injury and pain prevention. Because if you get injured or you have a lot of pain, you can't play your game and you're gonna get maybe medications, you're gonna be off for your, your, your game for a long time and that's not gonna be performance beneficial in any way. 
Number two, I would say uh, it's in regard to better metabolism. Increase your muscle mass, burn more calories, simple as that, basically. And number three is more muscle mass and better bone mineral density. So in the long run, that could be, of course, injury uh, related to injury prevention. And the fourth is confidence. And I believe that's basically one of the most performance enhancing aspects for a gamer or an esports athlete. Okay, stay tuned for more podcasts about this training, nutrition, etc. I'm going to be continuing to talk about the training part. And I'm going to focus on the strength training first. So stay tuned, guys. I'll talk to you later. Listening to the Gamers Performance Podcast, nutrition and exercise tips for gamers and esports athletes. If you enjoyed this content, we hope you'll pass along our web address, www.gamersperformance.gg, to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous podcasts. Check out Gamers Performance on Twitter at GamersPerform. This has been an Andre Bauman production. Until next time.